Hello and welcome to another episode of the All Trader Podcast. My name is Wandila Sishi. And I'm George Minnie. And today we have a super, super provocative episode. You know, it's been getting the people going um, on social media a lot. But begin, before we get into that, how was your week, George? Uh, week was fine. Yeah. Um, uh, no race last weekend. No race last week. Race this weekend. Yes, Silverstone. Where it all started, I think, for uh, the little bit of the beef between. Yeah, I don't know. Your eyes light up with Silverstone. I think it's because it's British and Hamilton hails from Britain. Yeah, and we had the crash, the 55G crash last year. Yep, it started true. The, the beef. Yeah. So, when, going when did, back. When, when did the Halos come in? Two years two ago. Two years ago. Yeah, so two, three years ago. So, last year's crash was with the Halo, right? Yes. Yeah. The Halo saved saved that crash. It saved a few people's. No, that crash, um, just the integrity of the vehicle saved. Yeah, but I think it was was it Monaco or was it Silverstone where Hamilton threw his car on top of Max's? I think it was. Um, no, Max not Monaco, car um, on top of Hamilton in, in Italy. Yeah, was it Italy. Can't remember. Yeah. but Halo, Halo big did part save there, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. the crash I'm thinking about. Yeah, um, but the 55G crash at uh, Silverstone is when they they touched. And Max just went flying into, uh, the, into yes, the barrier. Yes. Angered a lot of people. But uh, not me. Imagine 55 Gs. Yeah, that's... I mean, I'm I pretty sure his thinking. body didn't sustain 55 Gs, but the car did. Yeah. Um, but it just shows you how well those cars are built in mm. being able to to sustain 55 Gs. It's insanity. I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't imagine that a human body can sustain 55 Gs. I just... No. Yeah. No, I don't think it's it's possible. <laughs> um but the vehicle, yeah, I think it's definitely the vehicle that, that took in a lot of that load. Yeah. But let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Silverstone. Moving on. So, like I said, super provocative episode, something that I think all of us have been worried about. Um, and essentially, today's episode is, are, are fuel saving devices and additives real? Um, and, you know, it's funny. I, I recently received a few videos for the last, I think, about three weeks now of people saying, if you add this thing to um, your vehicle, specifically once you're pouring gas, you pour this this fluid into your 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 fuel tank, you may get some additional mileage. When did you become American? Um, you just referred to fuel as gas. Well, it's <laughs> <laughs> the second time you say this. I don't know. I don't know. Fuel gas is all the same. <laughs> no, in America they call it gas. You call it gas. In yeah, South Africa all. we call it petrol. No, I think I think there's a few people it's that call petrol. it gas. <laughs> It's have petrol. You, have you what is the what is the slang word for petrol in South Africa? Gas. Nah. <laughs> it's gas. <laughs> no, don't even go there. It's not gas. Gas is the stuff that's not liquid. No, I think a lot of people call it gas as well. <laughs> oh, flip. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen these videos? No. Not at all. Not in essentially these videos. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I spend my trying to spend my time out in the real world because uh, <laughs> everyone else is in so, cyberspace. <laughs> Well, I mean, they've been doing the rounds, and I think a lot of people are actually buying into this, um, which could be problematic. What, additives? Yes. Fuel additives. Fuel additives. Yeah, I'm not sure I believe in them. So the, and I'll give you the reasons, just now. Okay, so there are proven additives that do work. Like? Um, there's a few out there. I don't want to you know, give okay, names because so, so I don't want to endorse anything because I've never tried An them. engine is quite simple, right? Yeah. It's complex, but it's quite simple. Yeah. You have a, uh, a combustion chamber. Mm. With uh, an explosion mm. that pushes a metal round piece, of, a round piece of metal, not a round, but I mean a circular piece of metal, yeah. up and down that is creating friction against another piece of metal. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, so for me, the resistance of those two things yes. 
um, and the power output is, is where the inefficiency is. So for me, anything that can make those two pieces of metal slip past each other quicker, so maybe Teflon yeah. uh, could potentially create fuel efficiency because you're creating less resistance, less friction on the sleeve of the uh, uh, the engine yeah. and the piston of the engine. So those two slipping, you know, against each other, right? So for me, things like Teflon-based products could do that in oils. In terms of just making it a little bit more lubricated. L- make, well, yeah. A frictionless frictionless environment, yeah. right? Which you'll never get in, a, in, a, in an in engine. engine the only yeah. place is frictionless uh, environment is in an electric vehicle because yeah. is no the, the rotor doesn't touch the armature. Yeah. Or should I say, the armature doesn't touch the outer uh, uh, ele- electrics. In especially in Tesla's vehicles, it's you know uh, they don't touch each other. There's, so there's, there's an additional component there though, because with these additives, essentially a lot of them, what they claim to do is they're changing the composition of the actual liquid. No, no, but so you it's get, either I think you're adding get oxygen or you're adding you know more iron in there. You're ionizing that's the a system. device though. Okay, yeah. so so I'm talking about additives in terms of liquids. Yeah. So you can add you can add liquids in two places in the car. Oil and fuel. Oil and fuel. Yeah. Right. So it's that simple. Yeah. You can add an additive, put an additive in the oil. Okay. That would reduce the friction because mm. the oil's there. Oil is there fundamentally to reduce the friction. Now, why wouldn't oil companies already have additives like that in their oils? Well, I mean, when you go from ninety three to ninety five, I'm assuming that's no, one that's of the processes. Fuel. Yeah, in fuel. Yeah. No, I'm talking about oil. Um. So I'm why sure, wouldn't the 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 the, the why well, I'm would, sure they do exist. It's just it's because you know these have been proven. Some of these additives do work in terms of uh, giving you a little bit uh, better economy. Very small. I'm not saying it's like a fifty percent improvement. Stop using your stop using your brakes as much. You'll save much more fuel. One hundred percent. Yes. But I'm not trying to <laughs> drive slower. For a lot of people that aren't trying to drive slower, and this is a great example of you know an option that you can use. Uh, like I've 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 done this test in my in my uh, uh, in my driving life. Yeah. In terms of driving fast, mm. okay. So racing up to a traffic light, racing, you know, not not <laughs> breaking the speed limit, but just kind of being aggressive as you drive. Yes. Versus taking it calmly, don't use the brakes as much, coasting to a stop, yeah. that kind of driving style. Maybe you'll in like a commute between my house and the office. You'll yeah, save maybe five, five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And much more stress. Yes. And much more fuel. Yes. So so an additive to the oil is yes. gonna add like a smidgen. A very, very marginal one minute on your economy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe add like two Ks. Exactly. So so I I mean I'm not convinced about these additives and I don't see where the oil companies wouldn't have thought of them, right? So that's my first kind of comment on oil Which additives. Is fair, right? You would think that a, an oil company, a Petronas would, would be Petronas this, shell this is what they do. This is what they do now, like some company's gonna come with this magic flipping I don't know, coating <laughs> story. Well look, that's that's exactly what the the, the Petronas of the world do, right? And you know, Lewis's engine is not the same as um um, Lewis's oil rather is not the same as what you probably have in your car. Oh, so it's not his driving. There's a lot of things. But oh, it's mostly you just, just driving. You just it's put his winds down no, to no, the no, oil. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything. It's it's everything wrapped in this beautiful man, um, LH44. There's a bromance going on here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's the difference. And I, I think some of these additive companies are doing exactly that. Now, these claims that they're making, that's where I have a problem with. Um, and there's, you know, there's an example of a lawsuit that happened a few years ago of a deceptive company 
that did exactly this. They were claiming 27% better. Ah, oh, please. Um, I don't better, believe that for better, one minute. Better fuel. Well, it was disproven. When the. What do you mean disproven? Well, it went to court. The yeah. FCC did an investigation into it. And it this, wasn't 27%. And it wasn't 27%. It was barely anything. I'm not sure you need a court case to prove that. What do you need? Just common sense? Common sense. Yeah. Oil yeah. companies are not going to not do this research. Of course. Of course. Petronas, Shell, BP, all the oil make, all the oil manufacturers. Unfortunately, people don't actually do this research. And I think it's important that we do highlight that. I think that an additive that to your oil is going to put a smidgen of, of fuel consumption saving. Speaking of, so now there are actually, uh, real fuel saving devices. Not and to now we're talking about device, right? Yes, device. Before we get to device, let's talk about additives to the fuel. Yes. Okay. So I have the same argument. Uh, as the oil, as the oil one, right? Yeah. So, what, 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 what do you need to add to the to the combustion chamber mm-hmm. in order to get better fuel consumption? Right. You've got to get a bigger explosion that's releasing more energy. Yes. With less fuel. So okay, so you got to have higher octane. Yeah, turbos, superchargers, which, which pump oxygen essentially. Well, yeah, turbos. That's that's that. uh, that's a that is a fuel saving device in itself. Okay, yeah. but in order to so, so if you want an added additive to the fuel, yes, right, to the actual liquid to the liquid of the, the fuel, gas. the <laughs> gas. <laughs> to the actual gas. Yes, um, if you want to add it, put an additive in the fuel, like yes. in your fuel tank. Yeah. First of all, you might be. Damaging your engine mm. because <laughs> you're going to create a bigger explosion, yes. right? And that engine's not designed. It's not for designed that. for that. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you might be damaging your engine. Mm. So yes, you might get slightly better fuel consumption because you're creating a bigger explosion because you're increasing the octane and the explosibility or the explosiveness mm. of the of the liquid going into the chamber, yeah. right? But are you damaging your engine, and does that cost you in the long run? So, funny story. One of the comments on the video was, uh, I think it was, he was an ex-taxi driver. And I haven't watched this video. Yes. Uh, well. South African taxi driver. South African taxi driver. Minibus taxi driver. Minibus taxi driver, who was a long-time user of one of these products that have been doing the rounds. Mm. And he says that it, it, it does, it does definitely have some- The fuel additive. Yes. The fuel additives have an improvement on your economy. However, also budgets for an engine overhaul. So that's that's kind of the the and I think that's exactly what you're speaking about is, you know maybe these things do work in terms of making a bigger explosion, making it more active. Well, can I can I tell you but when when, then when you, have a, you need a new engine? When I was your age, right, mm. and you're into like fast cars, not that we're not into fast cars now. Yeah. Right, mothballs. Yes. People put mothballs in their petrol tank. Well, I can't see how that will make any difference. Apparently, it changes the fuel like explosibility somehow, right? Yeah. Um, ethanol. Yes. Putting ethanol in your fuel tank. But what does it do? It's it's a highly combustible yeah. uh, substance. Yeah. Um, it just creates a bigger explosion. And it pushes that piston down faster with... But it doesn't mean that mm. the engine's not getting damaged. For sure. I can see how performance people can get better. People put F gas in their uh, in their pet, in their in their petrol tanks, which is fuel. It's it's uh, it's fuel for aircraft. Yeah, F gas is a much higher octane. Mm, it's like ninety eight or something. It's a hundred. I think oh, it's, okay. it's it's close to a hundred uh, octane. Um, yeah. And so F gas you can put in your tank. You're gonna get a, a, a you're gonna get more energy released for sure. Is that is that engine built for it? 
That's more of a performance thing, though. Um, it's a performance than, thing, but rather than a if you drive nicely with better performance, you're going to get okay. fuel saving, like yeah. a turbo. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, it adds up. Yeah. So that that was um, the discussion of additives and, and well, fuel and, and oil additives. They are on the markets additionally fuel saving devices. Okay, so now we're talking about devices. Devices. So th- like electronics, hardware um, that goes additional to what the engine currently has um, for the purpose of saving fuel. Okay, so the only ones I can think about in terms of adding devices or electronics There's is... There's a few. So you've got to change the oxygen mixture in the car. Okay. Okay. Uh, or change the fuel mixture of mm-hmm. um, fuel to oxygen because mm-hmm. to create a, a different kind of explosion. Mm-hmm. Um, introduce... Um, Additives mm-hmm. through a device. Okay. Okay. Instead of putting it into your fuel, yeah. Add it in the uh, uh, in the in the in the airflow, or add it into the fuel line. So essentially, the delivery the of, delivery of, of, of an additive. Okay. Okay. Um, those are the ways in which I think you can change what happens in the combustion chamber. And that's exactly right. Um, there's different types. There's I'd say the, there's about eight most popular ones, but I'm going to go through a list of three of the ones that I, I think are. And, you know, on top of that, we spoke about earlier about uh, which fuel and oil additives do work. So the EPA um, have spoken to some of these. So with regards to fuel and um, oil additives, tested by the EPA, which is... Who's the EPA for everyone listening? So the EPA is uh, Environmental Protection Agency mm. um, of the U.S. So they basically test claims one, and also the damage to the environment. Really. Uh, okay, so they they are environmentalists. Um. Yes. Well, they more than just environmentalists. I think they. So are they testing the effectiveness of these products, or are they yes. environmentalists? A little bit of both. Okay. Um. Just to make sure that it's to code and the claim is true, substantiated. Yes. Okay. Um. So I'm going to go through the, the the ones that they did spotlights, just because I think it depends where you are, really. But essentially, if you're not additives, what they do is they just pour. Um, you can pour them directly into your your fuel tank or your oil pan, and you know, as we've spoken about, we'll add a marginal difference. But in terms very of very little, so very it's just very little, clear. less than ten percent, very very ten percent even high. Yes, uh, less like these additives, they don't change the world. You can, you can, your driving style will change it significantly compared to these additives, in my opinion. I agree, one hundred percent. The next one that you can get is fuel and engine ionizers. So what this does here is basically it's the delivery process um, um, of the, the actual fuel and it, it basically what they do is they create an ionic field around the oil um, and it just essentially makes the combustibility of it a little bit better fuel or oil 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 okay so, 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 no, so this is fuel ionizers not not oil not oil okay because mm-hmm. you know obviously fuel oil is not burning in your in your engine unless you've got a problem with your your engine then you can you know, Correct. burn oil and yes. the white stuff will come out the back um yeah uh, the, with regards to fuel ionizers though, a lot of companies are doing that they adding these things before you even have to go and, and add a, an additional aftermarket part um so it's, it's really OEMs adding it OEMs it's really part of the the process um so you know and are they proven to work they are proven to work but once again, it's a very small thing. It's 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 a small marginal difference. It's not going to be as as big as you driving better. Um, and I think that's you know. Okay, so now think about it this way: mm. you go and somebody fiddles with your engine, taps into the fuel line, um, adds this device, right? Mm. 
what does your what does it do to your warranty of your car? Because I can promise you that unless it's OEM endorsed, you're going to void your warranty immediately. Mm. If you add any device to your car, mm. you're going to void the warranty. Mm. It's a massive safety hazard. Mm. Tap into that fuel line and somebody doesn't do it properly. Now, what if you get fuel squirting out a hot engine bay mm. into a hot engine bay? It's going to potentially set a light. So you've got to yeah. be careful. There's going to be other implications with regards to, you know, it may still do its, its proven or its intended purpose, but it may also start impacting other components of your of your engine. And I think that's also important too. Which then voids the warranty. 100%. And I think that's yeah, that's definitely something to keep in mind. Now, according to Caltex, they have actually done some numbers and some testing with regards to how you can actually proven methods, according to them, uh, of how you can Caltex fuel company. Yes, fuel company. Oil fuel company. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they've, they've basically released twelve tips of how to get the best fuel economy in your vehicle. Um, but do you know what what's your best fuel? Just changing behavior. Uh, in my humble opinion. Mm. The best way to save fuel mm. is don't use it in the first place. Mm. Get an electric car. Okay. But besides <laughs> that, <laughs> <The> propaganda. <laughs> besides yeah. that, yeah. okay, I think the next best way to save fuel yeah. is your driving style. Yeah. I've said it for now weeks on end, yeah. is take your foot off the gas yeah. pedal um, way before you need to stop. Mm. Let the car energy dissipates without touching the brake pedal as much as possible. Be careful. Don't not touch the brake. You've got to stop. Um, but just your driving style. Take it easy. Mm. Let the car coast to a stop. When you, when, you, when you pull away, don't accelerate quickly unless you have to. Overtaking maneuvers, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and drive the car evenly and smoothly. That yeah. is going to, nine times out of ten, be your best fuel saver. It's going to be boring, but it's you know you'll save some fuel. Well, now and again you can you can gun it yeah. and uh, uh, you know use the use the power of your car. Um, but if you're really kind of under pressure to save fuel, these things are going to cost you more than your driving style, mm. in my opinion. Agreed. So the first one that Calcic said is keep it in shape. So essentially, you just make sure that you are you know checking your car on a regular basis to make sure that it's, it's okay it's so this is a maintenance thing this, this is, is not adding thing. anything to your not car adding anything yeah 100 percent. so the next one is air conditioning so air conditioning listen to this reduces your fuel economy by as much as uh um 0.43 kilometers per liter which is quite interesting um, okay, which is three percent yes and underinflated tires by as much as three percent yeah, so so I think the combination of these little things could be now we're starting to add incremental yes, value. Yes, yes, I definitely. But agree. none of them are additives or devices. Yeah, and for an oil company, yes, or a fuel company to come out and tell you about to this. come out and say, don't you use this these. wonderful product. That's not what they're saying. I'm not saying they're saying don't use it, but they're not coming out with some product. It's not a sales pitch. Right? It's not a sales pitch of a yeah. product, which means that it's already in their product. Yes. Yes, I definitely agree. Third so thing you can do is manage the tear. So replacing spark plugs, timing belts, um, hoses, filters, making sure that the entire vehicle is working well. Um, in optimally of the way it's built. Optimally, yes. yes. I think it's, it's the more correct term. Uh, next is inspecting your air filters. So removing any debris from air that's entering uh, the process of the combustion process of your vehicle. That's Service regularly. Have, yeah, it's yeah. going to definitely um, improve your economy. 
washing de- uh, any dirt. Um, so cleaning your air filters once again. Service the car. Make sure that all the parts are so not. So so here's an interesting one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know what drag coefficient is? Uh yes. Okay. I do. So um, drag coefficient plays a big part in an electric vehicle's economy. Mm. Massive part. It's, it's one, one of the biggest. It's one of the contributors, yeah. biggest contributors to range. to range yeah. is drag coefficient, yeah. size, battery, and, and and all that stuff. Because I mean, most EVs that I've driven uh, use approximately twenty two to twenty six uh, um, uh, kilowatt hours per hundred kilometers. Mm. Okay, it's not you don't like it doesn't vary very much outside of that. Drag coefficient um, makes that number lower or higher. Okay, so. And I don't know the answer to this. Okay. How it's much does a dirty car versus a polished car <laughs> change the drag coefficient? It's, I, I think it's an interesting one to Google, to be honest. I think um, it'll be so marginal. I honestly think it'll be so marginal. Unless it's like muddy with like, you know, chunky. I don't think it's going to be um, uh, that How much <laughs> does a dirty car Slow change <laughs> a drag coefficient? Efficient. It can't be anything more than. Wait, I'm just going to get an answer to this. No, this is interesting. I don't think um, uh, Cars are constantly redesigned to, to reduce drag. Yeah, we know that. Is a dirty car more aerodynamic? Uh, less aerodynamic, should I say? Uh, when and it comes to aerodynamics, a waxed or clean car will allow air to flow across. Yeah, we know that already. Yeah. Uh, a dirty car limits the amount of airflow causing increased friction. Clean car equals better miles per gas. That's not a number. That is, that is a, that is. Wait, I'm trying to get to the answer here. <laughs> because, because it does a dirty car mean that your car is less efficient? Um, uh, I'm sure it, it adds up. For sure. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it adds up. I think we should look into, we'll look you know, into getting, getting, getting an answer to that question. Is, is, is does drag coefficient get affected? Uh, drag coefficient in a typical car, yeah. um, is about 0.35. If you open the windows, no, that's driving with windows open. Now, that's another fuel-saving thing is don't drive with the windows open. Yeah. Let's try to get to the answer to this. Like, how much does having a dirty car change <laughs> the drag coefficient of the car? How much fuel could you save if you just polished your car? If you just kept it clean, yes. how much could you save? Yeah. We'll definitely get the answer to that. All right, so we were into Caltex's list of… Yes, so number six, uh, which I found really interesting. So if you decrease your freeway speed by, well, 288.5 kilometers per hour, so instead of going 120 you're going 88.5 very specific number hold on hold on hold on hold on yes. hold on uh uh wait wait <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting this is very interesting uh so okay i just had to confirm it quickly yes you know you know the delorean yes okay that's the future car back to the future car yes what speed did it need to reach to ta- to time travel uh i have no idea I- 88 miles per hour. Really? No, this is 88 kilometers per hour. This yeah. But I yeah. thought this 88 just meant something. Anyway, um, <laughs> 88 miles per hour to get the DeLorean to time travel. So, yes. you know, if you so want to... you can go, if you go 88.5, <laughs> you essentially increase your fuel economy by up to 20%, which was really interesting for me to find out. 20%. 20%. Up to 20% more better fuel economy. Versus driving faster. Yes. Um, very specific number, but now you know. If you want to increase by up to 20%, instead of going once when you just go 88.5 and you could be saving yourself quite a bit. The next one's interesting. Quick acceleration, mm-hmm. you can save 33% if you don't accelerate <laughs> fast. Yeah. 
I think it's more about the deceleration than it is about the acceleration. Yeah. Because, you know, when you get, then you've got to slow down. Yeah. But uh, Caltex reckons 33% saving if you don't accelerate quickly. 100%. Then planning ahead. So starting, stopping, and idling. Um, you know, kind of anticipating traffic. Um, kind of anticipating when you're going to be braking. Here's another question. Coasting through the, the robots. The, the, well, coasting again. Mm. The... Um, Modern cars today have that automatic shut-off when you stop at a traffic light. Yes, I turn mine off. Yeah. You, you, you don't like it. Mm. Does that save you fuel? I think that's an ignition device. Yes. Um, no, no, but does it save you fuel? It's, we should they, dig they into claim, it. They claim to, that's mm. kind of the, it's claim to fame as you'll save fuel. Um, because then the advice would be don't turn it off. It's the same with the Giza conversation. You know, a lot of people say that if you turn it on and off, I did a test. So I used to for about two years, um, leave my turn my geezer on and off then i read an article by escom saying if you do that it doesn't necessarily save you much it's very marginal and then i've been using that for the last two months i've been just leaving it on and i've i think i've paid an extra like 150 rand but the convenience is worth so much more and i think this is one of those scenarios where on and off is it going to be a big difference get a solar geezer like get an electric car (laughs) (laughs) the propaganda continues (laughs) okay number nine travel light so any extra weight um is going to naturally cause uh you to use more fuel you need more fuel to move all of that weight get into the gym (laughs) exactly so travel (laughs) lights um lose a kg or two and you might be able to Save a little bit. Yeah, um, again, I'm not so sure that this is the big uh, the big saver. Yeah, two percent claimed by Caltex if you reduce for by every 45, for every 45 kilos. 45, yeah. I'm not sure the average person could lose 45. You lose 45 kilos. You I'll be not there. be. Yeah, I'll <laughs> completely just disintegrate. <laughs> then reduce your your revving. So if you drive a manual car, choose the gear with the lowest RPM. Um, by doing so. You know, gear with the lowest RPM is the highest gear. So if you Traffic, change change sixth gear, cha- change <laughs> through your gears quickly is, I yeah. suppose, the the trick, right? Okay. Yeah. Cha- don't 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 get the revs up too much. Mm. Yeah, but then you're gonna be driving really slowly, um, trying to get to speed at least. Then avoid idling. So, um, yeah, just don't idle your car for too long. This could be one of those injection the ignition devices mm. uh, claim. And then lastly, share the load. So carpool, big mm. one. That's going to be, don't well, drive your car. Well, that's in the principle that I was talking about. Yeah. You don't want to use fuel, don't put don't it drive. in. Don't drive. No, yeah. Exactly. For sure. Is there anything else that you'd recommend? No. That's it. Get an EV. Get an EV. Of course, that's <laughs> that's probably the best way to not. Not use fuel. Uh, no, yeah. Well, not well you are using fuel because the trucks that transport the EVs, that transport all the materials, the cobalt, yeah. the lithium, all of that <laughs> stuff uses fuel, right? For sure. But the end, end consumer doesn't use it. 100%. That's basically everything that we have time for. Thank you so much for another episode, George. We'll catch you guys next week. Spot on. Go Leclerc. Go Hamilton. Always. (laughs)